Wagwan people, Kilod Shele, what's going on? We are. What's black? Tune in with us every Wednesday where we unpack the meaning of black. I'm Alicia. I'm Delapo. I'm Leanne. And we're all from London. Thanks for joining us in season one where we shine the spotlight on black as a racial identity. Covering its origins all the way to its present day use and understandings of the term. And we explore this through social commentary and more. straight we're gonna go straight into the topic of the day what are we doing let's go straight into the topic as it's fresh off my mind black is king mm. thoughts 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 <sighs> i want to start Wait. with the lapo because i think it was mm, yeah go on i think that you know what this this episode essentially we should we should we should be looking at like black is positive with a question mark because mm. essentially exactly, i yeah. think that's what black is I think that's what Black is King was trying to present. It was trying to present that actually, you know what? As a racialized group in a way, in a world in which Black people mm. are deemed negative or a lot of the stereotypes that come mm. along with being Black is negative, let me show you some positive things about Black culture. Do you but think it did that? Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Um, <sighs> you can straight up say no, you know, if that's how you feel. No, but I think, so, <laughs> I, think, I, th- I think my issue is, my issue is that I think that in a way, what she tries to do is highlight culture um, mm. and like African culture in, mm. its, in its different forms mm. or in its different like regions in which I think she tried, she tried to, and, and like, bruv, you see a lot of like, um, what's it called, different attire from mm. different cu- countries and continents, whatever. Mm. But I think, mm. so in terms of a culture perspective, she's shown like that, yes, people from the Africa, African diaspora, we have culture. Mm. Um, but in terms of, did she highlight black is king or black is, or black as an entity is king? I don't think so. I don't think so. I do think, Nisha. I really feel like she missed the mark. Like, I love, I love Beyonce. Let's, let's not, let's not do that. But <laughs> they're coming for you. <laughs> no, honestly, like, no, thank you. I'm allergic to bees. But like, <laughs> she, in my view, she missed the mark a little bit. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I ain't never fallen asleep in the middle of a Disney movie. But that, <laughs> oh, halfway through, I said, geez, this didn't need to be this long. Like, yeah, if you've no. seen Lion King, you get Lion King. And, and half the people who've seen Lion King, the live action, you definitely fell asleep because you saw the cartoon. You know what's going on. In. Do you know what I mean? And then when watching it, I don't know if it's because I don't feel as connected to the motherland because I'm not, whilst I'm mm. from there, yeah. born there, wasn't raised there. So a lot of the things, it just felt very foreign to me. Mm. And I get yeah. that you were representing and showcasing black and all its glory and I guess you were showing us our origin to me it missed a mark because the disconnect for me is that I am from a Jamaican heritage yeah mm. so for me I watched it and I was just like okay like it it probably wouldn't have 
it, it would have been more impactful to me if I if I understood like the clothing like you Delapo said um, there was clothing from different different areas that I missed because I didn't I didn't get it I just I missed mm. it completely to me it was just very colorful and they were just trying to bring the story of Lion King to music so mm. that's all I really got from it like I get I get there was a lot of See, black people and black faces and, and it was supposed to be really culturally rich, but I sort of missed it because it was also intertwined with the story of Moses. And I was like, huh? I was confused. I was confused, I'm not gonna lie. But actually what you've what you've what you've what you've highlighted there, I think, is also the issue as well. Like mm -hmm. I think the issue with the word black sometimes is just like it's just like a a mesh of things. You just anything you can just anything that you can sort of attach to you. It's just, like anything yeah. goes, isn't it? It's a yeah. free for all. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So it was just like, Come and there take was the no pick. like. So, That's what it's like, on, though, isn't it? You know? No, I'm sorry, it's like a free for all. It's like anyone can come and just like put their spin on it. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. The issue yeah. Exactly. we have is the people who have the power to put their spin on it. Mm. And I guess like Beyonce's challenging that and she's saying, I've got power now and I'm choosing how I want to represent black and what I think and what we think. You know, the directors that helped her that were all black and African. Mm. This is what we think, you know, is a representation of blackness. So, mm. yeah. But what you said, what were you saying just now, Delapo? No, so it was like, so actually it's quite interesting because actually, if you deep it, continental Africans were looking at this and be like, bruv, I don't relate to what you're saying here. I don't relate to what <laughs> you're Because really and truly, it was an inter interpretation of Beyonce, as what you said, Beyonce and her creative mind. Mm. of what black is um, mm. or what like black culture is um, mm. and it meant that she had to go into spaces that she doesn't necessarily recognise as her own anyway um, mm -hmm. in order to try and portray that and I mm -hmm. think again for me I think that's what it, the, the, what the issue is with the word black and how we identify mm. because it doesn't necessarily have a it doesn't necessarily have its own value or actual mm culture to it it's just it's, it's just a mesh of every anything on everything yeah. and, it, and it doesn't have to take in the historical context or the cultural practices or norms or, of what those things mean yeah you can just throw it in there you can just you can just put one god Osho, or whoever you want to be the god of water that now now beyonce wants to like sort of interpret um so, sort of wants to wants to call her own but do you know what i mean like she just yeah. takes anything and is like, okay, cool. And not necessarily, I don't want to use cultural appropriation. Yeah. Let's not go there. But as in like, yeah. you don't have to um, think about the culture that comes behind it. Mm. I'm honest, I think that's where she kind of missed the mark. Because I think for me, as a diasporan and not yeah. a continental African, I think what I would have liked to have seen was maybe her going to different places in Africa yeah. and sort of, sort of I don't know showcasing like different landmarks that maybe people might go oh I know where that is that's in Ghana I know what that is that's in that's in Libya that's in this place and that place mm. and maybe that would have resonated a bit more I think because it was so it was an unidentified place it was just her in two trees two bush two pieces of sand and I like I didn't feel like she was really there I didn't I couldn't connect with it because I didn't feel like she connected with it. It just, it was too much. It was mm, too that's much. Deep, to that line. That's a deep line. You don't feel like you could connect with it because she didn't feel she could. She, yeah. like, let's be honest though, because the video, 
in itself as a whole is so confusing. It started with the story of Moses. I wasn't here for it completely, to be honest. Okay, I've got a provocative question for you both. Are we always going to be craving more than what we... um, Are we always just going to be hungry for more? So we ask for representation, we've got it, but we're still saying it's not enough. Is it that the goal part, the goal post or that benchmark is going to constantly keep moving back? Because I've heard people say, it's so nice to see black people on a Disney platform and it's going to be perfect for my children to grow up to knowing that, you know, this is, this is beauty and their blackness is beautiful. Their Africanness is beautiful. Mm. But then you've got the other people that say, oh yeah, but it shows a very monolithic example of what Africa is. And you've got a, a, a small representation and it doesn't encompass the whole sort of diversity of Africa but how realistic is it to get that level of representation in an 85 minute film and is it that we should be grateful for what we have or is it that we should okay I'm almost gonna flip that thing on it I'm gonna flip your question's head a little bit flip Flip it it. because just flip it it. because I think another issue that I had and it only sort of hit me now yeah is that actually the goalposts that I saw in the film was actually like the goalpost was still whiteness, if that makes any mm. sense. Mm. So mm. in terms of once you get to this big mansion and mm-hmm. like this big, like big mansion, or when um, speak on it, there are people. What's it called? Sipping tea mm. with mm. gelays on their head. It's mm. almost yeah. like okay, cool. We can now get closer to whiteness. So mm. the goalpost always seems like whiteness, and if the goalpost is always is always whiteness, then we're still oppressed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. we're not in control of the goalposts. I think and the issue... In... Sorry. I think the issue really was that it was it was representation, but yeah. it was representation that made white people comfortable. And that's not representation, really. Did it's it make showing them comfortable? Them... I'm not sure Black I think it... King as a title makes no. comfortable, you know? Let me tell you why. There was, a, yeah. there was a particular song, and I can't... I don't know the name of the song, but it had a very mm, disco beat to it. And I said, this is misplaced here. This doesn't make sense where it is. It yeah. was the one time in the whole thing I was like, hold on, what? Where, what are we doing? Because even with the mansion, that sort of threw me back to um, her and, and her man's last song. I was like, all right, cool, when they were in the museum and all that. That's yeah. very mm. their aesthetic. Mm. Yeah. This type of tune I've never heard come out of Beyonce. And I thought, this sort of pop disco house tune doesn't feel right in this type of setting it just yeah. didn't like i got i got what they were trying to do it was all uh, connecting with the stars and all of that but it didn't need to be oh it just it just didn't feel right it it was i was lost i was lost and it was all about being found so i was confused <laughs> so 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 alicia's <laughs> lost and lost. maybe maybe she needs a google maps to find her way back but yeah. <laughs> i just but I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering whether you guys feel like it did what Beyonce said it was meant to do, which was a love letter to Africa. And then she talks about how she was determined to find the best talent from Africa and not just use sounds and stuff from her own interpretation. But ultimately, my gripe with it, because I haven't put forward my opinion, so before mm. you guys answer that question, my issue is, where was this released, please? Someone remind me. Because Disney we didn't Plus. just... Disney mm. Plus, who owns that? Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's it. That, bruv, that's but that's what I'm saying. The man, a man like Walt. Walt. And I feel like we should yeah. just... Exactly, man like Walt. Who the hell's mm. Walt? My surname is Walt. That's a slave master. <laughs> no. Like, what? The, 
Does mm. Walt does Walt also believe black is king? That's why Walt mm. has them out on the plantations picking mm. cotton for free. I think it's important to establish that when anything is reaching a wide audience like something like this, yeah, it has to have a budget, right? And there's going to yeah. be some commercialized feature within that. And yeah. there's no way that we could just say, you know, if this was a real love letter to Africa. You wouldn't have to pay to watch it first and foremost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you paying for a subscription that Alicia and I didn't have to pay for, thank God, because they're like a bust us? <laughs> no, no, oh, you owe two, fam. Man got six months free subscription. All right, all right. That's well, we're something. not going to do is free promotion. That's what we're not going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah we're apologies, definitely apologies. not going to do that. We're going to beat that one out. it's not black owned. That's it. Mm. Come on, tell them again. Hold <laughs> on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Particularly if it's not black owned. That's right. Period. but just to land and conclude my point um the black is king thing got released on disney plus the um the album itself got released with columbia records which is a subsidiary of sony which Mm. is an american japanese conglomerate i'm done like i don't need Mm. to say anything more from i'm paying i don't need to pay don't i hear it don't charge you know what that's one of the things that actually, like halfway through the, re- the movie, I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Why didn't they release this on Tidal? I swear they Come on. Drop the facts. Drop you know, like facts. that? Like, Drop it again. Because I was thinking, hold on. I've got a whole Tidal in my phone, but I had to, I had to borrow someone else's subscription to Disney. <laughs> How does that make sense? For them. You Say man own that. And I know you have the, the money. You have the budget. You have the budget. You should have released it on your own network and your own platform. That doesn't make sense. Let's do it one more time. Like I said, though, I love, I love B and all that. So, like, please, Beehive. Do you know Jesus. What, so, okay, I'm going to try and, again, try and flip it and look at it from the other side, right? Flip I think it? For, for a lot of people, what does it flip mean to them? Flip it, flip it. It's always flipping the things. <laughs> Why are you making pancakes? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to flip it. You know, I want to see the other Flip point it. of view. Flip what it. they're saying on the other side. Mm. Um, and I think on the other side, I don't know. I think like, why do people, why do people draw to it as something that was positive? Yeah. And mm. I think that the issue is, is that because, I, th- I, sh- I think I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning though. I think because there is nothing, there is nothing, there's no real value attached to the word black. And mm. it's something that we walk around wearing as an identity. When anyone says anything that is that is semi-positive, just because you said the word black is king, you're just going to get gassed. You're going to be like, mm. yeah, like, I'm going to wear that. I'm going to wear that T-shirt. Um, and I don't think as a community, we're even critical enough to just be like, what, because somebody gives me something, a quotation in a positive message, there I'm going to wear it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Because what values what values are attached to that? What does it mean to what does it mean now? What does it yeah. now mean to be black? Yeah. What Beyonce said it means apparently. Well, not Beyonce, I should say. Isn't it Columbia Records and Disney mm. Plus? Oh, and Disney because, Plus. Yeah, not Tidal though. Remember that. I have a question though. Yeah, go on. If I'm not mistaken, at least the song Spirit was filmed ages ago, right? So in my mind, no, no, no you got to sing, uh, bruv. Got to sing a little, this... little bit of spirit. No, no, no. Like spirit is spirit's good. Like I'm not saying any of the songs are bad. Yeah, 
I'm saying it was filmed a while ago, no? Yeah. No, he wants you to sing it. That's oh, what he's it. saying. Oh, Jesus. Oh, absolutely not. I am not Beyonce. <laughs> and copyright, hello, she's on that with that. <laughs> Any more than yeah, three seconds and it's over. Um, <laughs> but, so she filmed it ages ago and it's only really been released in the last month or so. I feel like this movie was very promotional and I feel like it really, really, really rid the wave of this Black Lives yeah, Matter. Yeah, 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 Come yeah. on. Bruv, who's yeah. making the money from it? Mm. It's not also, Black Lives. You know, Although, it's not, not Black a moment, Lives. sorry, movement, sorry. There I just sounded go. like that, that Labour politician. Forget that. Not moment, because it's not a moment. It's a movement. It will continue. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Anyway. No, but I was also thinking... Did anyone at any point in this whole Lion King, Beyonce saga mm. ask themselves, why is, fair enough, animals and lions are in Africa, but they're also in India, no? They're in other countries. Mm. Why is Lion King, okay, wait, it is in Africa. Yeah, let me just reverse that point. Mm. Um, please continue. Ignore what I was just about to say. <laughs> I, I, no, let me, let me land, actually. Let I me land. Like I was, on one. I was on, on one for a brief set because basically I have an issue with how blackness is always when it's whenever you see positive representations of blackness mm. you often hear a background story of this kind of like this victim that's risen up from the ashes you know this person has come from a really dark sad and unfortunate past and now they're strong and victorious and unfailable and all of this kind of stuff and I feel mm -hmm. like that's what Lion King kind of portrays as well because you've got this you know, this young king that's cast out from its home because its dad dies. Mm -hmm. And then the whole of this blackest king is about this young prince finding its way back home, finding its way through its identity and asking itself questions, just finding that sense of home again. And I just feel like I personally don't want my identity to constantly be seen um, as having like a story of victimization before I, my, my, my glow up comes. Like, why can't I just be glowed up without is that positive? Bitch? You know what? I think that's, that a very, that's a very, um, and it's, it's going to sound wild for a moment, but do let me land. It's, it's coming mm. from a very privileged place in that we live in England. Yeah. I think one thing between British diasporans and, and American diasporans is that we are very connected to our culture because a lot of us are first generation mm. British. Yeah. Whereas Americans, they have this huge, yeah, or second, they have this huge disconnect from their heritage and their ethnic background. And I think this message for them is particularly important because when all you've really known is, is hardship, suffering, it's, mm. it's positive for them to get the image of, listen, all right, so you've had this bad, this bad background, but you rise still. Do you know what I mean? You can still, you can still ascend into greatness. Whereas for us, it tends to be a little bit more negative because it's like, yo, like where we're coming from isn't that bad, you know? So you don't <laughs> need to be telling us that we can rise. We've risen. We're good. <laughs> we're up there still. But yeah. I feel like for, for them, this, this is a message that's really positive and really light and, and they need it. I can't speak for the Americans, but I think that's the difference. I would disagree, in, though. I don't think that... I don't, I don't think with the structural barriers and racism that exists in England mm. and the sort of imperial legacy that this country has and reminds everybody of every single day, whether you want to ignore it or not, because you've got statues on every corner just reminding you of your ancestry. And, I, and my mm. own surname, please... 
Like mm. my surname, like, so I don't think that it's not, it, it's less, we've, got, we've had less suffering, I would mm. say. But I do think that we do and we should have authority over the narrative that we want to tell ourselves. And I think when you remind yourself of, of your dark past, you risk sometimes staying there. And I think a lot of our community need to move on from our pain. And part of our healing isn't about forgetting the pain, but it's accepting it, acknowledging it, and then putting it aside. And I think often the painful stories are retold. The rise up stories might be retold too, but the structural barriers are still in place right now. So we're still, we're still very much burdened by a lot. I don't know, I don't think it's, I just don't think, well, yeah, Delapo, help me, please. No, no, help I agree with you. I agree with you. So I agree with you. I agree I'm with you, particularly when, it, particularly when it comes to the whole um, pain thing. And I think mm. the issue that I have with it as well is that, like, I think when we try and spin black as something that is positive, mm. all mm. we're actually doing is putting a plaster on the pain or on the wound mm. rather than actually trying to... Um, completely heal the wound mm-hmm. or yeah. what's actually wrong what's actually mm-hmm. wrong and I think the issue is for me personally and I think it's again what Alicia was trying to touch on as well mm-hmm. with why our experiences are slightly different from mm-hmm. the African-American experience it's because mm-hmm. although we're first and second generation and yes yes um, there are similarities in terms of historical similarities between some communities in the UK and America we have countries in which we have our own cultures that we have created as a nation Mm -hmm. and those Mm -hmm. values are attached to those cultures Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the issue is when we talk about black it's very difficult to really sort of understand what those values are other than oppressed yeah right do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. so again just to wrap it up Again, I just think that like we are when we keep continue trying to use black as a positive thing, we're just putting a plaster on the wound mm-hmm. rather than actually looking for real real, real solutions, which for there me would would require looking at identifying with something that has value or has mm. values um, attached to it. And I don't think word. black does that. I'm clicking, oh. but I don't know if you can hear it. Oh, that or creating that value too, not just identifying yeah, or create, something. Bro, yeah, like, I don't think she did. I don't think she did create any value. Bro, she released no, she it didn't. on Juneteenth. If she's not trying to remind us of slavery, I don't know what else is. She released <laughs> it on Juneteenth. And on top of that, yes, it's everybody knows, yeah. Slavery. <laughs> and everybody knows that emotion sells, yeah. If you can, if you mm. can invoke emotion in people, you can mm. sell them something. Yeah. And what better group of people to sell something to the peak of a you know a black lives matter regeneration movement mm-hmm. and also covid where a lot of us are dying and losing our lives disproportionately mm-hmm. to any other ethnic um counterpart and mm-hmm. here we are they're emotionally buying into black is king mm-hmm. by some jewish owned company like columbia or sony like it's foolishness ultimately bum, bum, bum. like you know I south africans you... had to pay to watch this you know that right Wait. there was a channel called mnet they had to pay to watch no this. way yeah, bro. I'm sure it's their lines that they use in the video, but they still have to pay for <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> Oi, you're talking about a, a topic that I think we need to touch on again. So I think black is currency needs to be something mm-hmm. we also question. So I don't mm-hmm. want to talk too much, but like black is currency is something that we should, mm. I think we should also touch on. Black mm. is currency. Yeah. 
So okay. you're talking, as in you're talking, you're talking about how they sold the pain of black people. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So yeah. It, yeah. So I think- and and the rise up story. It came as a package mm. before. It was just about selling pain. Twelve days of slave. That mm. twelve years of slave. Whatever. It was all of the kind of negative. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's what that's what these lot will be saying though. That's what mm. they, no, it's only been twelve days. Mm. Um, I think yeah, it's, before it was just the pain that was being sold, and we buy into yeah. it because it's quite validating. Like, oh, you acknowledge that I was disadvantaged. Thank you for doing that. Now it's not just the pain; it's the rise up story too. And and because there's that rise up, we think it's all right, but we're it's still part of the same system. It's not good. Do you know, it's huge trickery, I think, because we're seeing a lot in the media, media of these fake stories of. We're rising up, we're rising up, we're rising up. But ain't no, we're not rising. What are we actually doing? We're just watching images of people telling us we're great. We know that. Hello, hello. Bro, I still am in student loan debt. I'm still out here. Right? Like, I know there's other suffering. I'm not saying my, like, you know, I'm not a disadvantaged, I'm acknowledging my Western privilege to an extent, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a lot of our people are still structurally held back and disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Exactly. There's no point putting pictures and posters up of the wall on feed of Fiji when you're living on an estate in Peckham. And right. do you know what I mean? It don't make sense. All, all the money you spent on that one video, that, that hour and 25 minutes to tell us about how, how great we are. Why didn't you invest it in some of our communities? Schools. Come on. Schools, education, resources. Student loan, pay it off. Like, you know, even it. if you wanted to Preach keep to it. the... Even if you want to connect to like the, the, are- the media... Bruv, you could have invested in some universities that focus so what you're on talking art about and now some production and things like that. things that are causing... There we go. Bruv, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about actual right. structural things that are right. causing The pain. deeper stuff that right. you were talking yeah, about the earlier, deeper, And that's what we need. Not, not the plasters. superficial. We don't mm-hmm. want plasters anymore. No, dead. No more. Mm. Exactly. It's not a first aid thing around here. No. That's what I mean, to get beyond the superficial into the deep. And that's what our podcast is about. Thank you for tuning in. I think we can round up on that one. Yeah, you? Thumb, thumb, thumb. You've got to end what? on the horns, though, still. Oh, wait. Let me quickly type it oh, in. Oh, dear, dear, dear. These <laughs> technical difficulties. There. Do you know what it is? I've got the Beyonce Parade song up because I thought we were going to do an outro of her song. Let me just get the horns up. One second. Jamaican. Is that so the bees can leave us alone? Is that literally what it is? <laughs> Basically. We love yeah, Beyonce yeah, though, like big we, disclaimer, we love her, we support her, we listen to her music, all of them things there, we've loved her since the 90s, we just feel like this one was not a creative piece that we could really connect with, personally. There you go. Yeah, So what's the it. verdict? Is, is, so black is positive, question mark, yes or no, like in, in, in this regard? No. In this yeah. regard... Yes, it's an attempt, but in reality, no, it's a superficial attempt. Yes, and that's why it's not good. Yeah, yeah. And for me, again, we don't want we don't want plasters anymore. Mm. So if I if I if I if I include that, then I'll I'll say no. We don't want plasters mm. no more. We want to deal with the real things. We want to deal with the actual mm-hmm. a, actual issues um, mm-hmm. and address pain. And I don't think this did. And next time you really try to celebrate the quote-unquote black community, please release it on your own platform so all of our money <laughs> goes back to platform. you. You know what I mean? Yes. Please, go, like, help us help you. Don't make no sense. That, to me, is the clearest indication of what is really going on here. Had it been released mm-hmm. on Tidal, I think our conversation would be completely different. Yeah. 
or I'm anywhere saying. else. Yeah. Right, have you got have you have you got the thing up now? Yeah, I do. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, people. I will be back with you shortly. Hey. <laughs> musa, musa, musa. Tune in again to What's Black, though. Do, 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 do. Let's just do this one little outro. Thank you.